0: There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched.
1: Virtual clap.
0: Virtual clap. One, (laughs) two, three.
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: (laughs) That totally worked. Welcome to What We Watched. This is a podcast for movie lovers and TV lovers. Uh, And for those who like cross-country road trips. Yay, road trips um uh, jeff and i are doing a we're doing a zoom call today and we're talking driveway dolls anyway what's up
1: What's up? hello hello good good to hear you yeah (laughs) Uh, granted that's usually the medium we're working in right (laughs) usually
0: yes but at least at least for us I, i guess rather yeah i at least i get to see you guys at least every once in a while so this is a little bit a little bit strange uh, but we are doing a remote session today, uh, just because there's a bit of a snowstorm out, and yeah, it's not fun to drive in.
1: Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> how, how you been, man? I know you've been busy. What's, uh, what's been going on? Yeah, been good. Um, let's see, what have I been up to? We, days are blurs now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I had the weekend to kind of chill, which was nice. Had a little bit of work, too. Had some work yesterday um which it was strangely enough it was like drone kind of work that we like between the company like the company works with drones as well as us working with drones and the park that we went to was up in Fort Lupton so okay. it was windy as shit up that way so not a lot of drone flying happened <laughs> but the, that's the, unfortunate but the you know filming went on <laughs> regardless <laughs> That would be just from the ground level. <laughs>
0: yeah, that would be very uh, hectic. I think is is the best way to yeah. say it. If hey, there's a little bit of wind, we can't do anything.
1: Yeah, like, it, uh, yeah, anything. And it was bad too. By the time I drove back down to like the Denver area, the wind was basically gone. So uh, of course it was. Yeah, but Fort, of course Fort, Fort it Lepton's, was. Fort like a weird area that just contains its own little storm systems. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's like a, it's like its own wind tunnel, basically. Apparently, yeah, it was crazy yeah it uh it got a
0: little windy down here uh I mean not that bad, but again, I was mostly indoors, so mm-hmm.
1: I don't really know yeah, yeah, I mean uh, down here it was like when wind- the warmer days have been a little windier, but it usually goes away pretty quickly too, like yeah, so yeah, fort Lupton was nuts <laughs> <laughs> well glad glad to be out of that hell hole for you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah well, so, uh, so today's what drive dolls today is well bury the lead why don't you jeez yeah <laughs> let's just get
0: <laughs>
1: just making sure All right, this i have the right thing planned too yeah this <laughs> one's this one's just, just going to be interesting in general because i also no because... we're talking ryan gosling's drive come on dude oh not fog the fall guy no <laughs> <laughs> that's the one i'm looking forward to but <laughs> no uh, we're talking fall
0: guys the video game ah we're doing it we're doing fall a guys. playthrough we're doing a let's play <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, this um, this one's interesting because whenever we do movies that we see in, actually in theaters when they release, I mm-hmm. have a hard time putting notes down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, obviously because I'm not able to while I'm watching, really. So right, right. Um, yeah, it's it's very disruptive. Uh, if you like, at Alamo
0: is is kind of nice if there's nobody there. They've got the light at the table or oh, at, sure. the, at the seat. Yeah, sure. So if there's no one around, you can at least you know scribble a couple things down. Ah, yeah. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, it's impossible. Oh, they and even also... give you
1: pencil and paper. Yeah, exactly. It's and like and they want yeah. you. They want you to <laughs> to be taking notes during the. That's movie. when they accidentally grab your notes and just walk away with it, and they're like, "What the <laughs> fuck did this guy order?" <laughs> no,
0: my my thoughts. Those are mine. How dare Bring you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, and also I just uh, just saw it, so it's a little bit more fresh for me because mm. uh, I just saw it last night, and then I did a little okay. bit of a little bit of research on it. But overall, yeah, the the theatrical movies are more difficult unless you do like really in depth research and with interviews and with clips and and all that stuff. Yeah, um, and this one doesn't seem to have a whole lot of media out there as it is, uh, which mm-hmm. is not very helpful for our purposes well when you say uh, media are you talking like advertisements or well advertisements but but like clips and interviews and behind ah, the scenes and right like like with with barbie and oppenheimer and i use those as the as the pinnacle example uh-huh <laughs> uh <laughs> there was like on release day on opening weekend there was just all of this like promotional stuff whether it's interviews or or you know introspective looks or or like in oppenheimer's case like going behind um the the theatrical um showing and actually seeing like what the what the projector how the projectors work and all of this stuff Mm -hmm. like informative stuff and and that helps obviously drive attention but it also uh is really interesting and with these smaller movies there's not Really, anything. It's just like they made it. They have maybe a couple interviews mm-hmm. that get circulated, and the movie is out, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, to to be devil's advocate is also kind of nice because then it it allows for the work itself to kind of just stand alone.
1: Yeah, well, um, which is this one's an interesting case on all in its own right too, right? Like, because um, I thought they mm-hmm. did a fine job with like the trailers. They were advertising those pretty consistently to get people aware of the movie in the first place, right? Right, but, like. Next is like just getting kind of into it. The director is Ethan Cohen. It's not both the Cohen brothers this time. Correct. Right? And then Correct. also, one uh, he's also uh, credited as one of the writers, along with Trisha Cook, which mm-hmm. um, Matt told me that Trisha Cook might be Ethan Cohen's wife. Does that sound it- right?
0: It is. Yes, okay. it, that
1: is correct. Yes, yeah,
0: Trisha, Trisha Cook and Ethan Cohen are married. Uh-huh. I didn't know this uh, that Joel Cohen and Frances McDormand are married. Okay. So, huh. Yeah. I mean, I assume they were both married, but I didn't realize yeah. uh, it's, Joel was married to an uh, Academy Award winning actress. Yeah. Whereas Trisha Cook is more of an editor. Right. Well, um, she's credited
1: for editing this as well.
0: Oh, I see. I didn't even see that that yeah. she was uh she was credited. Okay, I cool, that's so the that. during the
1: movie. Yeah, I remember seeing so that. That's, I was like, "Oh."
0: Yeah. Well, and and the other thing is even though Ethan is credited solely as, or as the sole director, mm-hmm. they talk about um he and and Trisha, he and his wife basically co-directed the entire thing. Right. Um well, which, So, but
1: th- it kind of brings me to my point with this one being a little weird is that I don't think it Felt like the usual Cohen Brothers kinds of movies to me. It
0: really didn't. So, I mean, which, it, it kind of had aspects of it. Yeah. Which you also, know, a little
1: bit, but. Just because, like like you were saying, both uh, Trisha Cook and Ethan Cohen were kind of co directing it, and she's credited as a writer and an editor, this very mm. much kind of feels like almost kind of like a film debut for Trisha Cook to me. That's kind of the consensus that I'm getting. Because she yeah. handled a lot of the different main areas if she is say part of the directing she's part of the writing she's part of the editing because it almost did have it also a kind of indie style t- feel to me as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it it
0: definitely felt independent it definitely felt um I, I know you guys hate this term but it definitely felt b-movie and i, <laughs> and I bring that up only because i'm indifferent
1: but i have heard
0: <laughs> i've heard the arguments back and forth sure this. sure <laughs> um now again i i don't think i would coming out of the gate i don't think i would call this a b-movie the mm-hmm. only reason i bring that up is because uh, in the IndieWire interview that I read, mm-hmm. the, the couple says that that's what they set out to make. They set out to make a B-movie. They set out to make something that mm-hmm. was... Um, so in, they in
1: themselves
0: their, said B-movie? They 100% did. Interesting. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it kind of, again, it has that feel, has that style. And when I think of it, it's like, well, B-movies are you know kind of kooky, kind of campy, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, totally. and they move really quickly. And mm-hmm. that was one of my main my my main issues. And we'll get into it. Is is the plot moved really quickly? Yeah, I mean, really quickly, um, and lingered at stranger moments than I would it was uh-huh.
1: expecting it to. Well, um, see, for me, like the pacing felt fine. Like I I didn't feel like the plot was moving necessarily too quickly, but it all of a sudden just ended at a certain point, and I thought it was going to go on further. That was right. the main issue I think I had with it. Uh, once it, started, it pretty much wrapped up, I was like, oh, this is actually the end. Okay. Right, right. Like, wait, that, that's <laughs> like it. I thought that's there was going to be a whole getting... other thing where Matt Damon's character like, didn't end up giving, like, actually giving them the cash because they never opened up the case. We never saw the cash. And then I thought there was going to be this whole back and forth going on further into it. And jumping on top of that, too, this movie is actually real, pretty short
0: yeah yeah it's only uh it's it's under an hour and a half which is uh also kind of nice a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. um but i could have used more yeah i i definitely yeah could have used at least a little bit more and that was the other thing that i i feel like there were a lot of loose ends that were were not tied up Mm -hmm. um and and a fair amount of plot holes throughout um i mean like starting with the ending with with matt damon uh you know giving them the briefcase and then we never really we never see him open it we never see him check to see if if money's there and then i didn't catch the line that they were saying after he got shot that so i guess they
1: got to keep the car but i don't think they kept the money i think they kept the money because my impression was i mean the next morning they were at like some hotel having like a fancy meal or something and then they had valet service and all the stuff I right. met, I assumed they were using that money. I I thought that was
0: just from them uh, where they were staying in Tallahassee. Like that that was the the same place that they were staying the night before uh, when they when they had shower
1: sex. And <laughs> so as long as it's still on Suki, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was her card that they were using the rainbow card. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> as long as she's paying yeah, for it. I mean, it's, I believe either scenario at this point. But <laughs> right. Right. But exactly. Yeah. They like like you were saying though. They kind of let. They didn't really explicitly show one that they actually got cash in that case, and two, whether they kept it or not, or reusing it. Um, right. Which right. Is, yeah. And,
0: interesting. And while that one isn't necessarily the the most heinous of plot holes, you know, throughout, but that's they, they, just little things that I don't expect from. Uh, either of the Cohen brothers yeah i expect a, a a level of quality that they have set for themselves that this just didn't meet in my opinion and i don't yeah. mean like a uh, level of importance and and again i bring that that up because um the the couple talks about it's it's important to make unimportant movies like not everything has to be super dramatic and super over the top and you know uh winning a bunch of awards and i agree mm-hmm. with that but at the same time like this just didn't feel like the quality was quite there yeah. uh in terms of story in terms of of character development in terms of like intrigue yeah. that that they just kind of bring with all of their mm-hmm. stuff and and you know even even the lesser lesser rewarded films i think are still very interesting and very entertaining yeah because their characters are so entertaining and so well fleshed out mm-hmm. um and
1: these were just kind of plastered there yeah <laughs> plastered like tiffany <laughs> Plastercaster. hey <laughs> but uh yeah no i i completely agree because uh that's why i bring up that point of it feels like under the radar this was trisha cook's like film debut Mm-hmm. Like project that she maybe I... had in mind or something, and they attached Ethan Cohen's name as the main, the director to get more traction. They mm-hmm. and with Ethan Cohen, he you know, you get the you get access to some of those like A lister actors and stuff like that. Like you get Pedro Pascal, right. you get Matt Damon, you get Margaret Qualley, um, right? Even though, even Miley Cyrus, like Miley Cyrus and Pedro Pascal, base basically one scene. oh really. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, my. Miley Cyrus, I mean, was that really even a scene? There was a couple of right. like
1: inserts, basically. Uh huh. That was probably done in like two hours. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like it definitely had, they definitely had their connections and attachments to the film, but it felt like this wasn't necessarily Ethan Cohen's baby. And at the same time, it's hard to say because I, everything else I've known of uh, that Ethan Cohen was involved, it was both the Cohen brothers. So, right. I don't know how that dynamic right. changes or shifts yeah and
0: and so the, yeah they they split for i'm not exactly sure what reasons um i guess they're working on something now that they've written and that they'll be um directing coming out it didn't I, I i couldn't find any uh information right away about that let me see if i can uh quickly pull that up but i do know that um this driveway dolls was originally called driveway dykes uh, right. and they and, and the in the end they, they love that, that over yeah right and they flipped it because of you know the the MPAA didn't didn't like it mm. and the the uh, uh, focus features who who distributed this was like yeah theaters aren't going to want to show something called driveway dykes and even though <laughs> the filmmakers are very much like no we love this title it's yeah. hilarious and this is this is what we want they didn't stick to that and i think that that also kind of irritates me a little bit that mm-hmm. if you like something that much then Fuck it, you know. Yeah.
1: Just put well, out what what you want. That is interesting that you bring that up because when I went I went to see it in theaters twice. Uh, mm-hmm. I was able to catch it Friday and like late night and then Sunday early with Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember which one. One of those screenings. There were I think I mean both screenings had a general. There were some people that were kind of older, maybe like fifties or give or take or something like that. Uh uh-huh. um, So older generation. In one of the screenings, there were definitely some older people that walked out of the theater early on. Oh, I
0: don't doubt that at all.
1: (laughs) So that was interesting. So given, like, it's almost kind of funny because if they would have just gone with the original title, Drive Away Dykes, those people probably wouldn't have gone into that theater to begin with anyways. Right, right. I absolutely (laughs) agree with you.
0: And again, kind of playing devil's advocate, then that's kind of, you know, defeats the purpose of getting any, as many people to your movie as possible. Mm-hmm. As many people in seats and buying tickets as possible. But then again, if they don't know what they're going into or yeah. if like the the trailers, you know, kind of hinted at, hey, there, this is going to be like a lesbian romance. Uh-huh. Again, not a big deal. But it didn't quite. Go as explicit, or or, or sure. hint that it was going to be as explicit as 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 this movie was. Yeah. So again, it's it's a almost a bit of false advertising because it's like, hey, we want to get as many in, and fuck it, fuck those people who don't like it, right? Like, it kind of defeats the purpose. You want people to go and see it and love it and, and, and be excited about going to see your movie, not just because it's one of the Coen brothers.
1: Yeah, and that's one of those so things that was, too with like any any sort of film that I make, I'd rather people want to go see it because of what it is, not trying to hide it and trick people into it, if that makes yes, sense. Like if That's exactly that's it. it my, felt, that's not the point. I don't I'm not I'm more I get more gratification out of the people going to see it because they want to and they enjoy it versus ha ha I tricked you into the seats now you watched it and I got your money yeah <laughs> that's I exactly I what I it less felt about like that. we're tricking you yes a hundred
0: percent um so the, yeah so that felt a bit a bit disappointing I yeah. guess
1: um but I will say on the like the prose side of this movie I did love Margaret Qualley I think she stole the show in this movie like Yes, um, I've seen her yeah, in that, other roles and like this was a completely new and crazy character that I've seen from her, which is awesome.
0: It absolutely was. And that accent was a total choice. And she stuck with it. Yeah. And I think she absolutely uh, crushed it in terms of that character mm-hmm. and, and and embodying who that person was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she definitely, definitely was a force on screen. I really like Geraldine i'm gonna butcher I her last her say name so i apologize it. she says it very uh, fast this
1: wanathan yes I, that sounds correct <laughs> all right cool <laughs> i won't um, be able to say it but i'm glad <laughs> you were able to
0: <laughs> but uh, good good hopefully that's it close um but yeah those two those two uh, individually and then together were very dynamic I, mm-hmm. I greatly enjoyed their chemistry yeah um i thought that i, I mean honestly their chemistry as friends before they became like lovers or Uh like romantic lovers i thought was very interesting and very entertaining yeah i personally didn't like that they got together romantically in the end i'm fine if they wanted to you know experiment and and um you know uh jamie wanted to help marion have sex for the first time in four years Uh um (laughs) that you know again i find that interesting i find that find that humorous i find that there's uh something to work with there but then to have them you know, fall in love without saying I love you, I felt like that that pushed it a little bit too far. Well
1: see, that's interesting because I I took it more of the fact that Jamie was able to help Marion kind of stop overthinking everything and kind of like let go in this sense because Marion was kind of seemed to be on the sort of area of if I do have like do anything with anybody, it's gotta be meaningful and purposeful and it's like gonna be a long lasting thing. Whereas Jamie's complete opposite, right? So she was trying to get Marion to loosen up. And I think that's kind of what happened in the end. Like Marion's kind of stopped thinking as much. And because of the fact that they don't say I love you necessarily, um, I think that leaves it open to interpretation for me that they're kind of just casually doing their thing and seeing where it goes. And the only reason why I don't think that it's as casual as
0: that, and, and I totally agree 100% that Jamie helped Marion kind of come out of her shell mm-hmm. and and stop overthinking and be less uptight and, you know, let go. I like, 100% agree with what you said. Uh, but then the fact that they're moving back to uh, Massachusetts where um, women can, oh, can marry yeah, each other, right? right? Yes. I'm like, yeah. that, I, again, that it's just step. like that, right? It It feels <laughs> like too far of a step. to to get there and 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 i don't believe that these two fell in love with each other that quickly and are that accepting of the other's flaws yeah like i don't think that jamie can tame her sex drive to the to you know down to the level of what where marion is comfortable and i don't think that marion being is is as uptight and as as you Mm know um sheltered i guess or conservative with her body in in the way that she was Uh um was that it, that quickly like, okay, cool. I'm now going to start using toys in the bedroom. Like that just felt like way too quickly. And again, maybe that happened, Yeah, but it just, it, it just didn't I, feel authentic.
1: I, I, yeah, I agree with that point. Now I forgot that they were, there was that whole little bit at the end there. I could mm-hmm. also trick myself into believing that Jamie's character was just said that like they didn't have that planned and just said that to stir up some trouble but oh. <laughs> I, I could see her character doing oh, okay. that okay but i also okay. don't believe that's actually the case <laughs> that would be all right now that'd see be, i want be that me to be the case. For an argument
0: but because <laughs> that that is actually really funny and very on character right because because coming out hey don't she's very religious don't say anything you know yeah keep your mouth shut and then hey by the way fuck you we're gonna go and <laughs> yeah <laughs> now see that that would make sense again and, uh-huh. and, and that that feels more Cohen brothers of tongue-in-cheek and uh-huh. more or Cohen esque uh of of just that kind of direction and and quirky characters Mm -hmm. that you know say what they
1: want to say and not what they're supposed to um (laughs) so i hope that that's the case (laughs) yeah i mean i like i said i could see jamie's character doing that like and them not having discussed even getting married and she's just like Mm -hmm. yeah poking fun or whatever but um but yeah that's probably not (laughs) probably not what they intended (laughs) um i
0: I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go with yours that's my official (laughs) answers that that to me just is more interesting and more in character, more on brand. Uh-huh. Like I, I feel like they just they they changed, um, they changed too quickly, um, and and yeah, I forgot what I what else I was gonna say with that.
1: Yeah, well, even Suki, like um, she was all pissed about everything the entire time, and then by the end she saves the day. But then I don't, you don't really know what happens to her after that, um, which is interesting. Because you don't get I don't remember seeing anything in those little newspaper flashes that she was like the hero cop that saved the day, kind of thing, or yeah, um like i and sh- you don't know if she's pissed about them still being like actually being together or something, um mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I don't or, know yeah
0: if 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 she's accepting of everything or, or yeah and and her obsession with getting the dog to to Jamie was a little bit again kind of like yeah. what happened to the dog I didn't they didn't' right? have the dog. What <laughs> the whole yeah that 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 was left uh uh completely unanswered yeah the other big as one was oh go, mm-hmm. ahead. go ahead go ahead no no, no go ahead okay
1: <laughs> the other big one for me was the the two henchmen guys the one that shot uh, basically all the bad guys right aside from matt damon <laughs> shot everybody uh-huh. and then he just ran off into the shadows and then we never saw yeah. heard from him again yeah, I don't even like. I don't lose. even know what he said from both viewings. Like when, like when after he tried shooting Jamie and Marion, I don't know uh-huh. what he said. Still, he, uh, he just like mumbled he... something and then started running off.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and maybe that was the key to unlocking where he was going or what what that was all about. Because okay, so I totally, I I, I totally saw him shooting uh, his partner. Which, by the way, let me just shout mm-hmm. out to the fact that they're. Uh, it felt like those parts, those two thugs or henchmen mm-hmm. or whatever uh were written specifically for two actors who weren't available interesting and 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 they did the best casting they could to fit those roles and then basically they just went uh Cohen Cohen and Cook went, yeah, we need you to do these these parts interesting
1: uh, who, who do you think like do you have any speculation of who you think it would have been?
0: I absolutely do. Oh, I think awesome. <laughs> I think that was Paul Giamatti and Philip Seymour Hoffman, one hundred percent.
1: Philip Seymour Full Hoffman, stop, because he's been yeah. he's been gone
0: for a while now. So he has been, which is very unfortunate. Because yeah. again, he was a great actor. Um, but I, I I I do think so. So this was uh, originally conceived in the in in the year two thousand. Ah, oh, um, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So this was research. this was when.
0: Uh-huh. A, little, <laughs> a little bit of info goes a long yeah. way. Um, so yeah, Trisha was talking to one of her friends and they came up with the title, the driveway Dykes title and loved it. And then, and then took it back to um, Ethan. And you know, he's like, yeah, cool. Let's write it. Let's do this together. And basically uh, put that um, the thing that they're going to be working on next, uh, which is called honey. Don't. And I'll tell you about that hmm. in a minute. Um, they they wrote both of those. And I think a short film as well. And basically shelved it, put it in a drawer and let it collect dust. But they started to kind of do like pre production on this. Like they had storyboards and they had a shot list and they had kind of like a little bit of a plan mm-hmm. early on for so early two thousands, when, you know, those actors were those ages and or are still alive. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 you know, the whole time period was a little bit different. Right. Um that's what tells me that it it was written with those actors at well, that just reinforces
1: my belief. And do you think but the- they definitely you think those two in particular, like, yeah, cause obviously the leads, like they were much younger back in the early two thousands. So like they couldn't yes. have been written for them.
0: No, exactly. I don't think that they were written for, for them in particular. I wonder who the leads were in their minds when they wrote it and, and, you know, we're pulling it back out. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just like the discount, um, discount Phillips, and a discount Paul Giamatti was just, in my opinion, it was so obvious and it was so like, Jesus, you're so trying to to fit a round hole in a square peg, and it's or a round peg in a square hole. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not, and it's not working. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and I kind of felt the same way with uh, Pedro Pascal's character, though. In some ways, like it was interesting to see him in this very quirky and weird part, which maybe they maybe they wrote like cast him so like just as it was just fun, I guess. But uh-huh. it also felt so outwardly quirky that it felt like it to me it should have been and could have been somebody else and it would have hit the same for me if that makes yeah. sense i don't know yeah
0: i mean honestly that that kind of also feels a little bit the way um that Matt Damon and um uh, Miley Cyrus's characters were like they just and that's okay and there's nothing wrong with that i just um it it kind of brought up the whole Brian Cranston and Godzilla thing where mm-hmm. Pedro was billed like he was gonna be in this movie, mm-hmm. and again, that also feels like false advertising when you when you have a name like Joel and Ethan Cohen or Ethan Cohen and Pedro Pascal or Brian Cranston, and you have people who are like excited to go out to see those people or see that work that these artists are 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 putting out, and you get a maximum of two minutes with them, right three minutes maybe if you count the head <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, a that lot that's just, yeah. It, I mean, it really, honestly, it just it it felt a little it, it felt a little bit cheap and it felt a little bit um, it just it, disappointing because it I I hate when it when they're billed that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it uh, lack of a better term, it felt like a lot of the faces that made it into this film were gimmicky, which yeah, ultimately yeah. leads back to what we were originally saying about the like all these are like my detective clues that I found towards the fact that I feel like this is Trisha Cook's like first movie debut to her being like, yeah, I wrote this and I Mm -hmm. uh, helped direct it. I edited it. Um, Mm -hmm. But not to say that I like absolutely hated it. There were a lot of funny moments and stuff too. Funny and Mm -hmm. awkward. And just like, like I said, I do enjoy the two leads um, performances a lot in this as well. But it's just far. It just feels like, as a story hole it felt incomplete to me.
0: Yeah, it it definitely felt like it needed a, uh, at least a couple more passes, uh, writing wise, and I don't know, just a little bit more polishing. Um, mm-hmm. it. Uh, oh my god, I totally just lost my train of thought. <laughs> you said something. I was like, oh yeah, I want to. I want to piggyback on that. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely definitely felt like her directorial uh shit on me.
1: <laughs> I, mean, eh, I don't. Maybe not. <laughs> nah, okay, thanks. Nah. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> um Yeah, it did. It it just it it felt lackluster. And oh, I I also I I did I don't hate this movie by any means. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. it. I was entertained from oh, overall. Yeah. Um, and I I do agree hundred percent that that it was comedic. Um, and most of the comedy, in my opinion, landed really well. Mm-hmm. Um, my screening had a little bit more. Uh, I, I guess, understanding or forgiveness for this type of movie and this type of film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, you know, that audience was was along for the ride and was laughing at a lot more places and, you know, wasn't walking out and was generally engaged with the entire thing. So okay. that definitely helped a little bit with that. But mm-hmm. I think the comedy and the dialogue was, was top notch. I, I laughed a lot. Um, I thought a lot of the of the gags uh, worked really well. Um, and the dialogue was was very good. The dialogue was snappy and quick, um, and and interesting and very Cohen esque. Um, yeah. And and that was probably my favorite aspect of it was the characters' mm-hmm. interactions, even if yeah. the characters themselves weren't necessarily as fleshed out as they normally are.
1: Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's I haven't seen every Coen Brothers movie, but the few few that I have seen, it feels like that that's kind of um a cohen style is like their band like it's almost like tarantino style where their banter um kind of carries some scenes for sure yeah yeah um which is really cool i i mean that's that's hard to do you have to have good actors that can pull that off as well as um writing it in a way that translates well to audiences honestly
0: yes no i totally agree i totally agree and Honestly, I, editing, I, I'm kind of on the fence about if I <laughs> yes, like it or not, yeah. to be honest with you. It was and very I, it feels,
1: quirky.
0: It is, exactly. It was very quirky. And it was very, I don't know, it didn't, I feel like the, the transitions, especially most of the transitions, you know, had that shaky feel to them or had mm-hmm. that like, you know, Interesting fall well, with the the frame was like falling into place a little bit.
1: Well, some of them felt know, like just... the free transition from like Final Cut Pro Seven yes. or something like that, where it just like yes. flipped the image in in the frame, or like the frame came crashing down into frame, and yeah, it just uh-huh. like I don't know. I'm hesitant to use the term. It felt cheap, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it did. But I mean, it kind of did. It, yeah. it, it
0: it it didn't match the the tone of the rest of the movie, in my opinion. Like the it was noticeable to me. It
1: was very noticeable. Yes, yes,
0: it was, but not and not in, in the best way. Uh-huh. Uh, and and I wish that it would have been because I want to say that I liked it because with good, you know, th- there were some cuts like when they got their flat tire, I thought that tho- that, that um, cut and that choice for when they're screaming and, you know, like mm-hmm. it's this giant deal, like that was hilarious. And I mm-hmm. think that, that those kind of cuts worked. And, and the, the scenes where it was heavy on dialogue and were cut in between characters, I thought worked really well it was really just like getting in and out of scenes mm-hmm. um a- as a whole yeah but then you know i feel like again that kind of ties into okay we just kind of have to do it we kind of just have to move along we just have to have to get to the next thing because it just has to you know we we have to get there and we have to get certain information out so we're just going to throw it out there and and is what it is
1: yeah like there was one transition that i noticed the second viewing that i actually enjoyed there was um I think it was, they were, uh, Jamie and Marion were driving on the road and then like the sun like kind of flares into the frame. And -hmm. then it, that, that flare was the transition into like another scene where there was like, I think there was a flashlight or something. Um, I, I do enjoy those kinds of transitions, but yes, the ones Mm -hmm. where it's literally like a, a frame knocking out another frame or something like it just, it felt like film school gimmicky to me yeah Um, yeah
0: too much too much cheekiness too much haha I don't really care about this kind of thing mm -hmm. that made it feel cheap even though I know it wasn't cheap
1: yeah and uh, because Trisha Cook was editing I wonder if that was like fully her choice like I just wonder how much of the reins Trisha Cook had over this film over Ethan Cohen. you know what I mean I'm right I'm just curious right I I am curious (laughs) One (laughs) one of them tell me please (laughs) <laughs> yeah, allegedly it was hand in hand.
0: Allegedly it was yeah. we're both in on every decision, uh-huh. and I agree. It definitely didn't feel like both in on every decision. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. So I don't so, know. Just
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I like the sets and I like the costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I felt it felt very early two thousands in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, very polished. I don't know. For did they for say some what reason, year it was supposed to be in?
1: Was it supposed to be in
0: like the nineties or something or? Well, I know that when when they're at the bar uh that night, like the first night, it was the last body shot competition of uh-huh. 1999. Okay. So I don't know if that meant like this is December oh, 31st right. of 1999, right? Like this is yeah, New Year's Eve. Yeah, they were talking about the new millennium and stuff like that. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. So it it was 1999 or and or 2000, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And yeah, for a period piece, I thought it, it worked really well. Um, it's weird calling the early 2000s a period <laughs> piece, <know>. but <laughs> back in that day, back in that day, <laughs> I remember it so vividly from my single-digit years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, does it? So I'm looking at the IMDb page for Driveway Dolls right now. Both, mm-hmm. both uh, Margaret Qualley and um... oh god, I have to say it now, Geraldine Viswanathan. Viswanathan, sure. yeah. Uh... <laughs> v- Viswanathan, yeah. Viswanathan, yeah. Geraldine Viswanathan. Both of them, they are. Does it make you feel old knowing that they're still in their like mid to late twenties?
0: yes oh
1: why don't do that to me man come on oh uh, dude it's, it's been happening for me since like i was 23 and i was watching nfl and i was like oh these guys are like the same age as me and they're making millions of dollars <laughs> god yep yep that happens that happens
0: in baseball all the time i'm like yeah this young kid who's 18 years old is getting his first major league at bat i'm oh my like god.
1: fucking kidding me Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah! It's crazy, but both yeah. good actors. I, I I'm, I'll look, I look forward to seeing them in more stuff for sure. As the I years absolutely go on. look forward to them.
0: I, I, I really. What has Geraldine been in Because she has that face. Yeah. Like I've seen her before.
1: She, um, from like eyeing her quick synopsis on IMDb, she was in Bad Education, which is I think a TV show. I'd heard okay. about it, but I hadn't seen it myself. I heard it was good. Um, but otherwise, aside from that name, I don't, I don't know if I've seen her in much other stuff personally. Yeah. I'm
0: not, I'm not seeing anything that I recognize her face from. I, I watched Bojack, but, uh, I can't think of who Tawny is that Mm. she voiced and she was in a few episodes. So that's cool. Um, and good for her, but yeah, nothing that I'm. Oh, of course, there it is. Miracle Workers. That's what I know her from. Okay. The TV show with Daniel Radcliffe and oh. uh, that other guy. <laughs> that oh other guy. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> um, Oof, this is this is killing me. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Good Lord. Gotcha. I took way too okay. much brain power. <laughs> yeah, that that is a fantastic show. I very, very highly recommend that one. Okay. And that's where I personally know her from um which is i think still going on or just completed its fourth season which i still need to watch Mm -hmm. um but yeah the entire time i was definitely watching that going i know i know you i know i've seen you in stuff what are you so okay cool that helps me we've talked about margaret Qualley, uh and and her roles uh previously um so yeah yeah, i'm excited for both of them because i think they're both great um i i i like that they're young enough that they still have a lot of time left to to put out good work. Mm-hmm. Um and Coleman Domingo is also uh who is the chief. Um Coleman Domingo is is just a superstar. I mean and he's been in uh a lot lately. He's been in a lot where he was in um The Color Purple and he was in Rustin of course. He's Academy Award right. nominated for yeah. for his role in Rustin. Um and now this of course. Like it it it's kind of just it's funny how all uh, actors seem to kind of be in a lot of like big movies around the same time. Like they kind of are, are like working for like six months or eight months or a year or whatever. And then mm-hmm. they go away for a little bit and then they come back and they work and just like, Oh my God, they're in everything together or I see them in a, in, in a lot of stuff. And then they, they go away and they, you know, yeah. It's easy uh, to do people... that when
1: you're making millions of dollars at a time, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll Very work true. a few movies, and then I'll take a few years off, and then I'll work a few more movies. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, <laughs> on, wouldn't that be nice?
0: Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, it would uh, be something.
1: I'm, this movie... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to bring up a scene that I still, I'm still i still confused about, and I don't know if they were trying to be artsy about it, but do you know why... So. Let me start with where there's the dog track scenes when they get taken. Right. And they're being held hostage and stuff. Right. What is with those dog track shots of the dog running and it's like crazy face and showing Mm -hmm. its teeth in slow motion and the growling. Yeah. Um, I don't really uh, get it. I took
0: that as to mean it was dangerous and, you know, there was there was some beast coming at you. There was something, you know. Unleashed and hmm. you know running, running something that that you couldn't control, running head on straight towards you. I mean, yeah. li- I took it at face value, basically.
1: Yeah, and, but I mean, again, I... then
0: the, the again the characters just didn't feel that.
1: Well, they all uh, died too. Scary. They basically right. all died. So I I don't know. It was was weird. Um, because otherwise I would have got I would have understood more if it was like it became a more dangerous scene that ended up happening. But then it just chaos unleashed and everyone died and the dude ran off and then we never see yeah. or hear from him again.
0: And that, and that was it. And they, and they got out scot-free without any injuries.
1: Yeah. I mean, and again, they got you out just those killed... ropes super easy. Right. they got,
0: <laughs> So, so this dude just, you know, kidnapped, helped kidnap two people. Uh, basically, you know, tried to threaten them with their life, tried to try to get, uh, their contraband back, uh, mm-hmm. then killed two people in cold blood because he was tired. Uh, which <laughs> Kind of funny. Um, And then, you know, you have two witnesses that you're trying to kill. Mm -hmm. He was going to frame the murders on somebody else and then decides, oh, no, I'm going to take the gun. I'm not going to leave it. And I'm going to
1: leave witnesses who know my face. What are you fucking what? Yeah. was He was a big idiot regardless.
0: Yes, <laughs> like, yes.
1: Maybe I believe it because he's an idiot, or maybe I'm annoyed because he's an idiot. I don't know. Because or maybe he's it's, so, <laughs>
0: it's a. I li- I think for me, it's a, it's a little bit of both. It's like I buy it because he's a bumbling idiot, but like that big of a bumbling idiot? I, <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cr- there are stupid criminals in the world. There are stupid, sure are. stupid people.
1: How they get promoted to that position, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> By being the only white guy there. <laughs> he did get his ass beat though.
0: Which yes, was, he did. which
1: was funny. And the little, that do- was great. The little dog that comes up and starts <laughs> up, That was pretty funny. The funniest moments I remember was that and <laughs> uh Suki's character undrilling the dildo from the wall. Oh my god, that was such a gag. <laughs> that was funny. And then that was hilarious. Uh, I cracked up in the hotel later after like the the how, like the house uh, maid or whoever from the hotel like was cleaning oh. <laughs> up the room and found it and they come back and find the, dildo yes. the sink with a bow is... around it's <laughs> is... I was back like in a bow it's like they they need to tip this woman
0: <laughs> yes yeah hey oh tip that woman ah. um. <laughs> oh god <laughs> oops
1: uh-huh. uh so yeah
0: that was that was good I, and again a lot of the dialogue I wish I could remember like specific beats and specific moments like uh with curly I liked curly's character and I liked the interactions um with with the uh with the girls uh and ham like in in mm-hmm. isn't your name curly like yeah mm-hmm. it is it's too formal we just met that's a great yeah. and that's from the trailer as well that's yep. great Oh, that, that's another um, plot hole as well, is like no customers came to check on Curly or or came to do business at that shop. Right. Like, I don't... So this movie taught me uh, one thing, and that's <laughs> that drive away cars are a thing. I legitimately didn't know that that I was... I didn't know that
1: either. Do they still that exist?
0: Was, I don't know. I would assume so, but that's something I kind of want to look into, because that honestly kind of sounds pretty cool, to to
1: basically just take a road trip Right? but how many times do you think like literally people were drug mules in that kind of work yeah. system? like you know what i mean it's like just take every this car, single don't worry every about what's in time. it just drive the car <laughs> right just drive the car yeah every single time like I, can, uh, I think it'd be super useful back then when you don't have like easy access to uber or whatever yeah yeah, um, oh, absolutely it but, is. But yeah. and, we, and
0: we don't want to, you know, we 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 don't want to incriminate any one of our guys, so we're just,
1: we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's not ours. That's, that's you know, we didn't drive the car. I didn't know the dead body was in the back seat. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's interesting that it did, did exist. I am curious if it does exist still. I can't imagine mm-hmm. it still does, but. Or, or if it does, it's nowhere near as big as a business as it used to be. Oh, yeah. If it does still exist, um they probably have like security measures up the ass for them like there's oh, probably a right? uh, in c- camera in car at all times <laughs> they're probably doing s- <laughs> like security checks on everybody or like that like signs up to do it yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where d- and tracking where this car originally came from and oh yeah. there's definitely a tracker there's definitely a tracker on every one of those there has to be
0: some yeah. kind of gps
1: yeah so um
0: but yeah i mean that that whole like they're just so they they beat him up and they stay at his store curly Mm-hmm. uh and then they just stay there for a day or two days and he doesn't move he doesn't get so. up he doesn't you know eat he doesn't shit he maybe i they... mean even after they leave even after they leave he still is yeah. there
1: i was surprised and he then was still like there, to... yeah
0: well yeah but and then you know i assume he dies but we didn't <laughs> actually see him die so again that just is, is a loose end that is not usually left untied. Right. Um, and which is
1: it's funny because a movie like this they could have easily done something to the extent of like end credits montage to wrap up a lot of these plot holes, right? Like you could see right. like just a quick little snippet, Curly's in the hospital and like I don't know, something happens to like to him in there or whatever. Like that wraps up yeah. that. Um or yeah,
0: some some quirky
1: little, yeah, you Suki know, gets an award, comedic bit. Yeah, for like say like saving the <laughs> i don't know saving so- them and suki
0: gets promoted and her new partner is a dog
1: like, like yeah. something
0: like that would
1: be and, or it's, would Al- be it's very... alice it's the dog that she was trying.
0: <laughs> yeah like i don't know
1: yeah like but like i said like it, they could have easily wrapped up a lot of those plot holes just with like a quick little thing at mm-hmm. the cre- end credits which i mean people do and it's like it, that alone is also kind of gimmicky towards a comedy but it works yeah. Like it would have right. worked for this. Like it would have worked for me. It would have worked.
0: It would have and could have and should have. And it's just unfortunate when these little things add up in my opinion. But then again, I, I, I do have to take a step back and, and, and going back to the, uh, to the interview again, this mm-hmm. is an unimportant, silly movie that doesn't need that much scrutiny mm-hmm. and it is fun. And mm-hmm. I'm totally deep in, you know, almost, almost through all of my, uh, uh, Academy Award nominated movies. So, I'm kind of hyper critical about everything right now because mm-hmm. uh, I've I've just been seeing such high quality you yeah know, uh, pieces of work lately. Mm-hmm. So it's really difficult for me to to kind of step back and go no, you know, take the magnifying glass off, just enjoy it, you know, for what it is. Don't don't uh-huh. hate it for what it's not, and don't don't yeah. think that it need it, and it doesn't need to be anymore. Um, but again, like I said, it it a, a lot of these factors are they're they're small things that add up, there's too many small things. If it Mm -hmm. was a couple here and there, that's one thing. But because there's just so many, it it was overall it was just a little bit disappointing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Like, just for the names that were attached and everything, it just felt a little short. Fell a little Mm -hmm. short of what I was expecting out of it. But, like you're saying, too, it was entertaining. Um, Me and Matt, after we went and saw it in theaters, we were talking that we think we... Like despite it being lesser known actors and writers and directors, um, we felt that Bottoms um, was a better film. Like I agree. Like Bottoms I agree. had uh, a lot more funny comedic elements, and like the actors did really good, and it just felt, and it just felt like a more solid, structured storyline. Um, yes. So I just yes. thoroughly it, it enjoyed felt it. More structured. Yeah. One. But despite it being pretty independent feeling, like those were a lot of new people with a, a new feature under their belt. Um, at least from what it felt like, at least.
0: Yes. Yeah. It, it had its own unique identity,
1: mm-hmm. which this, did this one too, felt, but, yeah, it, I don't did, know.
0: but it, it also it, like it, it felt like it was trying to be a Coen brothers movie and it wasn't. And mm-hmm. it just, I, I don't know. It, yeah, it felt like it was trying to be more than it was, I guess. Maybe that's why and or is that just, is that just me punishing it for having, <laughs> a Cohen brother's name attached to it right Right. like that that's not fair
1: yeah yeah it's it's hard uh but um yeah not not my most favorite movie but it was like yeah it was entertaining um
0: yeah i i I think that it definitely it was decent enough to warrant a watch um but uh, not the strongest piece of work out there and not the strongest comedy lately um but yeah entertaining enough um to to say yeah at least watch it maybe you know in theaters great if not you know if you want to wait i'm sure it'll be out at some point uh available somewhere and and you know i think it's totally fine you don't have to rush out and see this in theaters kind of movie right
1: um oh interesting yeah i'm all i'm also looking at the cinematographer who's Ari wegner mm-hmm. which i haven't heard of her before but the stuff she's done... Let me know if you know any of these names, but the, the one is... what The four that she's known for is The Power of the Dog, 2021, The Wonder... It won the Academy Award, okay. Did it? Yeah. What, yeah, The for... Power of the Dog won Best Picture. Best Picture? In 2021? Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm, I believe so. I must not have been watching stuff that year. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> I know that I definitely, unfortunately, that was one of the ones I did not see. Ah. Uh, oh, it had Benedict Cumberbatch. And... Uh-huh. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that lot, like, was just not on my radar for some reason. Oh, it had Chris anyway, and sorry. Dance. <laughs> Now I'm just, like, being like Matt and going off track. Um, there was The <laughs> there was the Wonder, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Lady Lady Macbeth of 2016, and In Fabric 2018. So she's been keeping busy over the recent years, for sure. But I'm just personally yeah. not familiar with a lot of these.
0: Oh, yeah, she's been doing a lot of stuff lately. Or just in general, there's a lot on here. And yeah. I, 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 a lot of these are shorts. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, uh, Lady Macbeth was a uh, Coen brother. Uh, I think it was a joint. I believe it was a Coen brothers movie. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't even remember that one. The,
1: oh, it says was William Oldroyd directed that.
0: Never mind. Oh, Florence never Pugh mind. is in that, though. I did want to see that. I remember because Florence Pugh was in it, I wanted to see it, and I never was able to, never got around to it. I think it might be streaming currently. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, wow, Where was I? Power of the Dog. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, the more I the keep place. looking
1: at pictures of that movie, I maybe do remember there being trailers and stuff. Mm-hmm. or seeing trailers. Because it looks like I it was like... on a like, almost indie film festival, like, round as well, because
0: mm-hmm. it went mm-hmm. through
1: Toronto International Film Festival, Um, yeah, I don't know, interesting, but anyways, yeah, she, uh, Ari uh, Wegner shot this film, so, it's, it, there you I, go. I, I always and- like finding more cinematographers and seeing what work they've done, because it's just interesting to follow different people of different styles. Oh, it totally is.
0: And this uh, Power of the Dog, sorry, did not win uh, that year okay. for the uh, Best Picture. But nominated? It did win, uh, yeah, it was nominated, and it did win Jane Campion uh, uh, directing, so mm. it, it did win. Um, Ari also did... Uh, Ari Wegner also did Eileen recently, which, again, wasn't my favorite thing. Like, it just doesn't oh. seem to be... So I, I need to see the Power oh. of the Dog and see if that changes it, but so far... Interesting. I don't know. this This style... Doesn't really do much for me.
1: Oh, that's William Oldroyd as well. Uh, Eileen was directed by William Oldroyd. He did. There you go. He, so I guess William Oldroyd and Ari Wegner pair up on stuff because I think he directed The Wonder. No, which one was it? <laughs> was it. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm, now I'm lost.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: getting uh, lost. No,
0: the director was not. Uh, Sebastian uh, Lelio for The Wonder.
1: Yeah. Wh- what is, I saw his name somewhere else? But anyways, <laughs> I'll digress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Going off track, staying off track. Woo! Let's see. I don't know. I mean, the, the the heaviest, the hardest hitting parts for me were Margaret Qualian, Geraldine, this this then. This There you go. There you go. You got this. <laughs>
0: Do you think that uh, the amount of graphic sexual content was necessary and or lent itself um, to the movie in, in an artistic way? Or do you think that it was a little bit over the top and, and unnecessary?
1: Uh, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll ask this first. What kind of parts are you referring to? Because in reality, the sex scenes, they didn't really actually show a whole lot. Um like true they, it was really ca-
0: that opening that opening scene was was pretty gratuitous and pretty suggestive uh-huh um right we did see uh the sexual awakening for um for oh, marion sure. yeah right that when, was... when she's jumping
1: over the over the fence and, and peeking, that was the main scene the yeah that was the main scene i feel like you actually saw someone full frontal nudity like I, mm-hmm. the rest of it was shot in a way where you didn't really see much um yeah, I mean we saw
0: boobs like I said that that first scene uh with the Oh, it was probably
1: Carla, right? The the was it? The woman that was with it was, uh, Margaret Qualley, Jamie. Um Yeah, it
0: was whoever Jamie was 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 having sex with yeah. before when 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 Suki called and found uh-huh. out that she was cheating. Um <laughs> Okay. So yeah, so there was that, there was mm-hmm. that. I mean, and then I guess just the suggestive nature of um there's a lot of there I, i guess not as graphic as as i thought because there's a lot of making out which isn't mm-hmm. isn't graphic and isn't you know intense yeah um yeah i guess it was just that that first one yeah. and then the suggestive I mean... oh i i guess there there was um when with uh with jamie masturbating furiously yes uh there I... was that one with <laughs> yeah. the dildo uh-huh. there was the dildos there yep. was the, Those the, were the shower most scene parts, for sure yep yep the shower um... scene so i mean i I personally and I and I'm just asking cuz I'm trying to uh mm-hmm. think about things things mm-hmm. to talk about um while it's still fresh in my mind. Yeah. Uh, it, to me it wasn't overly graphic and it wasn't overly like sexual or, or explicit yeah. like um you know it was suggestive but I think about a, a lot of movies and a lot of road trip movies have sex and have you know straight couples uh uh-huh. you know if it, doing this exact exact kind of thing or or have guys you know, conquering a lot of women, and, you know, it's no big deal. Um, uh-huh. And so I'm just kind of applying that to this, and it's really the same thing. Like, you know, they get into situations where one uh, hasn't been laid, and one is, you know, mm-hmm. a womanizing showboat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, gets every every woman that she wants, or gets mm-hmm. every woman that they want. Whereas the other one is like, oh no, uh, sex and talking to people, ooh, oh no. yeah, um, And... <laughs> you know kind of the antics that that it brings up so it's it's been done before and it's been done but i like that that it was um you know a lesbian movie instead yeah. of another straight couple movie or you know anything like that so that was a yeah, fresh um fun and interesting twist on it
1: yeah i liked that new perspective of it um again similar to the way bottoms approached their movie i liked the twists that they put on those typic like they're almost like typical storylines in a way, but they put the twist mm-hmm. on it in terms of actually for both of those movies, the main characters both all end up being lesbians, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um so I do I do actually really enjoy that twist and change of perspective, which makes it really fun. Um and To go back to your other question, I do think that the most graphic scene in my head was when Jamie's character was uh, using the senator's (laughs) dildo to (laughs) masturbate. But God, it was fucking hilarious. The way Margaret Qualley was was just like (laughs) spasming and (laughs) like (laughs) she... (laughs) I tried to wait as long as I could. (laughs) Yeah, just trying to... Struggling to get out words while still continuing to do it. Like, (laughs) it was just hilarious. I loved it. (laughs) Quite... (laughs) Quite, quite, quite funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like I said, I mean this this had a lot of moments where I'm like, that was actually really good. That was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Um, it was it was unfortunately, I think it was just loosely tied together. Um, was my biggest thing. So more more comedy, less plot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or you're saying
0: that's what it had was less. That's that's what no. Well, that's what I want is is more comedy and less plot
1: because the more plot, the more plot holes you have. See, I. the only reason I'd want to say more plot is because I was wanting them to wrap up those plot holes, and also again, I just think the ending just came out of kind of nowhere, and I was like, oh, it's already done. I thought I really was expecting there to be more going on. Yeah, it it was a bit of an unsatisfying ending. Um, The climax was basically Matt Damon coming up about to shoot them, and then Suki shoots him, and then that was it. And that was it. That was <laughs> that was what we all led up to.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, uh, and I guess, and I and I only saw a snippet of this before I had to jump on the call. Um, and I, I wasn't able to do in-depth research, but I guess this was originally, uh, thought of as the first of a threequel. Hmm. Um, so it left it was left open-ended, uh, kind of intentionally. And so I don't mm-hmm. know if there are plans to do it a sequel or, or another one two more after this. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, okay. I
1: I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I if it needs it. I don't know if it I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. I did laugh at the ending though, the second screening, when I realized the fact that you know how they leave those uh duplicate uh, dildos of Matt Damon's character. <laughs> yeah. I, uh-huh. I I laughed in my head about the fact that I was like the whole thing was about getting his single one out of existence of the world and now there's three in existence in the world and now, now there's three <laughs> so I, I i chuckled about that at the end <laughs> yeah yeah that was great that was great <laughs> but it makes the first one less rare now less of a collector's item now there's three. i know <laughs> i know right devalues that mm-hmm. i'm pretty upset i'd be pretty upset about that yeah and if, are the materials the same? I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, don't right? know that, I don't know if that makes a difference, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, what else do you got for this movie?
0: I think I covered everything I wanted to, at least off, like I said, off the top of my head and from mm-hmm. what I could uh, quickly scribble down uh,
1: after seeing this. I think we hit everything. Um, yeah. It's harder because it's a shorter movie, like, in general. But yeah, it is. <laughs> like, there was, it, like, a it lot it's... less to cover.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a lot less cover. It's shorter. Um, and also, it, it it was intentionally made silly. So, like, again, there's not a lot of deep themes or anything that we have to, like, we, we have uh, room to discuss and be like, oh, would you do this differently? Would you do that? You know? Yeah. What, you know, what, what's your mindset? Of... It just felt, you know, fun.
1: Yeah, it it was Yeah. <laughs> it was fun, and just in general, it was all right yes yep yep
0: exactly it was all right <laughs> it was all right um yeah what do you think should we go rate this thing
1: yeah i i think so i i i'm at a loss of what else to bring up for it <laughs> This <moment. laughs> um all right let's head on to the ratings do do, 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 do. head on do, 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 do.
0: to the ratings. ratings 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 all right so do you know where you want to put this
1: um, I'm looking now at some of my other ratings and, yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I know where I want it to be. Um, yeah, again, I think this movie, like we were saying the entire time, this movie had plot holes. They, there was a lot of unexplained things that I would have liked to, for some reason, like, it. I know Matt <laughs> points out a lot of the time that you love to know what happens to characters and people and things (laughs) but like and i i am usually lenient on it but for some reason i really was wanting they just and maybe it just becomes more apparent because they left so many plot holes left open that i was just like all right come on give me something but that is a point for this movie that i'm just like i i want to know what happened to a lot of these people at the end um so there is that i thought it was shot fine i thought like their comedic elements played off good i the strongest thing for me again is the performances by our two leads um so they in general my rating is probably going to be a little lower but the uh margaret qualley and geraldine Viswanathan, they mm-hmm. <laughs> yes got it see um, naturally I know Natural. I just I just have to think Jonathan and then con- <laughs> like I know how it starts but anyways uh they brought that they bring that rating up a little bit for me because uh I just thought they did a great job and kept it really entertaining um so I think I am going to go Ooh, I think I'm going to go 6.5 for this one all right
0: Gotcha. At a six point five. Yeah, I think six point five is where I I'm want curious to, be for to know it. what what Matt's thoughts are, and I'm curious to know what his rating would be about this because it I, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel we can just put him down for the
1: same rating as me. It's okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like something he would hate, but it doesn't feel like something <laughs> he would love. But I feel like he would he would have less um to pick on than than I do. Uh huh. Um. So I think I I honestly I feel like he would like this a little bit more. Uh, yeah. I feel like he. would He'd lay. He, I think he'd put it at a six point seven five, or even honestly Ooh. at a
1: seven, for what it is. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I think. Me like just based on our brief discussion after the screening, I feel like he's probably. You might be right. He could go six point seven five, but I also think he could go a little lower than me at six point two five or something as well. Because um, mm. I, I could totally, I could see that. Honestly, I could see that too. Yeah, because I feel like he felt similarly about the movie as a whole, um so yeah, I don't know. We'll have to ask him, but I put six point five down anyways. you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> locked in um yeah i
0: I think I'm honestly around the same area i'm j I'm looking at some of my other other ratings in the sixes uh-huh, and I don't know exactly i I may have to do some adjustments later later on for like everything like really re-rank and re-rate things and and see where where they all fit because i didn't I we just think do it's that? around the same <laughs> well yeah <laughs> for certain movies yes but I, i'm okay. saying n- now that now that the rankings like Matt, matt's laid them all out and i can see from like top to bottom uh, uh what you know, like where everything fits in mm-hmm. without me having to scroll up and down yeah. i think that helps a little bit because i i don't know i i my other ratings like Ant-Man of the Wasp, uh The Quantumania 1 was at a 6. Mm-hmm. Um Knock at the Cabins at a 5.75, Glass Onions at a 6, and I think I like Glass Onion a little bit more than this. Mm-hmm. Um but I, you know, Bones and All the uh, Bones and All was 6.25. Um Lightyear was at a 6.
1: Like I I feel like I'm a little bit all over the place. Yeah,
0: I I mean I don't like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it gets hard when you have so many more that you have to start comparing them because even for me, looking at um Matt's wonderful charts uh, <laughs> I have in my sixes range I have Creed three at six point seven five Bo is afraid at six point five the exorcist six point five a Christmas story at six point two five and fast x at six um mm-hmm. and in general those that sixes range for me is like I it felt it fell short of where what I was hoping and where those movies like fell short of what a a well-structured movie as a whole would feel like to me. Um, Yeah, but there are elements of them that I appreciate. So like Bo is Afraid, there were a lot of technical things that I enjoyed out of that movie, which is why it got it was probably a 6.5 versus like a flat six or something. Um, Creed 3, same thing, some technical stuff and the performances were good. And that's kind of where again, I lie in this movie like if if i were if the performances weren't as good as they were, I'd probably be lower down to a six but um yeah yeah no that extra I, I totally boost. hear
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i think I think I'm gonna be the critic in this one, and I think I am gonna go with my initial it just was like i said, it's decent enough to warn to watch, but it was it was definitely underwhelming um and it was it was a little bit weak just mm-hmm. storytelling wise um and i guess from what i expect out of out of this um powerhouse of a of a couple if you will mm-hmm. um that that the quality and and even the acting like the all the actors i thought the actors were, were good mm-hmm. um but given strange roles um yeah and it, besides the leads i think that they were fantastic yeah um I thought, honestly, the, the score and the dialogue were, were two of the, the best things about this, hmm. and that, to me, is not uh, my favorites to to say about a movie. Like, I like when they're great, but if that's the strongest thing, and yeah. the plot is the weakest, and there's just riddled, riddled with holes, mm-hmm. and, and everything else is kind of uh mid-range, yeah. I'm going to go with a six on this one. Okay. Six out of ten, because it just, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it wasn't anything you know that i feel like i needed mm-hmm. uh to to see or or i needed to rave about um but it definitely was was comedic uh comedic enough to to entertain me for exactly as long as it did about an hour and a half and mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah yeah that's what it, i got for if you. i if i got anything out of this movie it was i want to see more of margaret Qualley in other roles because um yes i've seen her in yep. all, all sorts of different extremes like Um, you know, take Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, for instance, she plays like the hippie chick that's like tagging along with Brad Pitt, which is a character all on its own. And then there's, um, I don't know if you ever saw The Maid. I think it's on Netflix, but it's a television series. Way more of a serious role for her. Um, and I thought she did exceptional at that. And then now there's this quirky Southern accented character, um mm-hmm. in this film so she's got a range what i'm which i'm starting to really enjoy watching her do yeah she's definitely an
0: up-and-comer to to keep her keep your eye on and mm-hmm. and uh excited to see where she goes yeah awesome um so that was that was uh driveway dolls that was ethan cohen and trisha cooks uh early 2000s uh lesbian road trip movie catch it in theaters now
1: very good. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: no, that was uh yeah, so that that was that. Um Jeff, thanks for uh thanks for being accommodating with the uh with the uh whiteout blizzard conditions that there are. I don't even know. It's probably not even that bad.
1: Uh <laughs> it's spring. Who the hell knows? <laughs> yeah, well
0: also very true. Also very true. Um well thanks for thanks for calling. Uh hopefully the quality isn't too bad. Uh and you guys were all able to suck it up and get through it uh just like we all had to do in the early 2000s hey (laughs) oh brought it brought it back brought it back (laughs) nice all right guys uh (laughs) thanks for thanks for listening uh leave us some ratings and reviews we're all over wherever you get your podcast we're all over social media at what we watched and watched underscore podcast um and you can email us at watchmoviespod at gmail.com uh next week is going to be our oscar predictions
1: our Ooh. official
0: oscar predictions so stick around for that and uh yeah get ready for the end of award season as we know it oh wah, wah. <laughs> I, don't, I never know what to do with my life after it so yeah i guess Definitely, watch more movies yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess i have to fill that void with something some just something <laughs> something <laughs> Cool. Well, until then, guys, uh, thanks so much. Uh, Enjoy the movies, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye.